What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know the hair going on, these motherfuckers. Man, man. <laughs> I got a special. This ain't no special guest. This the most specialist guest. You understand what I'm talking about? I got wifey in the building. Shakia Dixon Fuller But she go by Kia She making that face right now Like why you calling me Shakia But it is what it is You know what I'm talking about That's the government You hear me We don't that go the by government. the government That the government though You hear me That the government So if any of you niggas want to find me You can look up the government You know what I'm talking about I ain't hiding I ain't hiding from you lame man Nah I'm playing <laughs> Hey man, what's going on, man? It's your boy, Texas Dub, Double K, whatever you want to call me. Back with another episode, Mineral Rice Media. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I changed the name. I changed shit. You know what I'm saying? I changed shit. Just like your child support changed, I changed shit. You know what I'm talking about? Don't get mad at me, nigga. Shit. Be mad at God. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I changed the name. Get, get mad at God, okay? Don't get mad at me. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I got wifey in the building, man. In less than, what is it? Nine, 37, something like that. In less than three hours, it'll be our anniversary. Our first official anniversary. How long we been together, babe? Married a year. Together. Married a year. 14 years Damn I thought it was just like 11 or some shit No Karen is about to be 12 Damn Yeah Damn So Okay 14 years together Shit done put some perspective on it That's why you That's why you brothers need a woman Put some perspective on it You know we just be thinking And we just be thinking And we be thinking And then we realize we ain't thinking You understand what I'm saying? And then you need a woman to tell you what it really is. You see what I'm saying? That's where you brothers be going wrong. So, yeah. I brought her on today. Like we said, it's our anniversary. It's I don't know. Did I mention it? Mm -hmm. It's our anniversary. Actually, in three hours, like I said, now it's coming back to me. In three hours... It will be our anniversary, and um, it's pretty exciting. You know, our first official anniversary, we've been quote-unquote together for like, my wife said, for about 14 years, and it's been a roller coaster, mostly because of me, but it's been a roller coaster, but it's been one of the most smoothest roller coasters I could ever ask for. I don't want to speak for her because obviously when you have a uh, 
a yin, you have a yang. And sometimes your yin and yang are opposites, wouldn't you say? Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Your yin and yangs are opposite. And I definitely probably are, well, probably can say that I'm the, you know, the the wilder side. So we brought y'all on today just to speak about our first year of marriage, the ups and the downs, the blases and the blases. And we're going to kind of break it down to some of the details that we feel like, you know, we we, we feel like the, the are the important things when it comes to marriage. I mean, we see a lot of girlfriend, boyfriend thing. Of course, we did that for closer to 14 years than we did not 14 years. We only been married officially, quote unquote, a year. So I feel like we are almost... Experts, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Experts at knowing how to deal with this whole, oh, gee, my girl, you know, we got kids, blase, blase, so on and so forth. So Baby mama, baby daddy. Yeah. Although we never really did that. And let me tell you, that actually helped us, wouldn't you say? Yes. Like, we never went that route. Because I hate that term. And I do too. I mean, I never, you know, my um, my mother, well, my father that raised me, he's not my biological father. But at the same time too, he never referred to the woman that he was married to first as his baby mama. You see what I'm saying? And my mother never referred to my biological dad as her baby daddy. So we both kind of just, you know, connected on that one thing, like, hey, like, we came together, we had a baby, you're his dad, you're his mom, and that's kind of what it is. But I understand we have to put a, put something on it, right? You know, it seemed like it. But anyway, we, we broke this down into our own terms. And the first one that we want to tackle today is the ups and the downs. And I'm not going to over talk it. I'm going to let my wife do a lot of the talking. She doesn't do most of the talking. So this is her opportunity to get out some of the things that she has inside of her. Guys, this is a place for venting. And every couple, I advise every couple to have some kind of way of expressing what they have in their heart, whether it be a therapist, whether it be a a, a church counselor, whether it be a, a podcast, whether it be a, a social media post, wherever it is that you feel like you are comfortable and you can get through to people and you can vent the way you need to vent, I recommend it because you definitely don't want to keep that in. So the first thing that I wanted to tackle was the ups and the downs of I didn't necessarily put the first year or anything as far as the time frame. So babe, tell us some of the ups and downs of being married slash being baby daddy, baby mama, being together, but we ain't official, blase, blase, or boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend. 
what is your opinion on the ups and the downs? Being that we've only been in this thing one year and we got a lot longer to go. Of course, like I think anybody would say communication. That's the biggest task to overcome. Biggest struggle. Communication. Definitely. Now, I think for us being married on top of human of on top of communication was um probably like officially coming together on anything, on everything. Like we didn't have the joint bank accounts, we didn't have just like the marriage aspect. And we still ain't got no money, by the way. <laughs> we didn't officially have the marriage aspect of things. I think that was the biggest thing for us in our first year of being married is transitioning into that part of our relationship. Because, mm-hmm. like we said, we've been together 14 years. Mm-hmm. So, communication has been... Our biggest, our top one, you know, top one priority. Yeah. But then comes the aspect of coming together on everything. Yeah. And, and I, go ahead. I was just going to say, kids definitely, when you want the best for your kids, it's crazy how that kind of makes you be on one accord to a certain extent. Don't get me wrong. There there are several people out there who have successful children through co-parenting, but the two individuals can't stand each other. Agreed. You know, but we kind of figure out ways to do it and, you know, it, it be a deal to where we still kind of find time to satisfy each other. Yeah. And that'd be the hardest thing. And on that part, we come from two different views of things. You come from being raised in a household with two parents. Definitely. I come from being in, raised in a household with just my mother and three kids. Mm-hmm. So we definitely have different views as to what we saw growing up. Definitely. So I definitely had to... Adjust because growing up with just my mother, I I had the mind frame of you have to do everything. Definitely. But when you have a spouse, you don't have to do everything. Yeah. But being that that's what I saw growing up, that was my mentality. And I think you said more than one occasion. You have I'm here. Mm hmm. And I think I had to finally, like, really absorb that. Like, you are not doing this by yourself. Like, you have somebody here with you. It's funny that you bring that up because, you know, I'm not the first man that's probably ever done that. But, see, the thing about it is most of us men, we can find out without actually being brought up with those principles and stuff like that. Perfect example, like, 
let's say I wasn't brought up in a two family household or two two parent household or you know I um just wanted to be a a renegade or you know just a, a outlaw whatever it may be you know it's so much easier to just say fuck it like I'm not going to listen to what she's saying I'm just going to do my own thing you know and screw trying to keep things together when you know um those things aren't taught to you or those things aren't around you or you don't see these things. And, you know, sometimes it's it's just as easy even when you do see these things because it's the easy route out. You know what I mean? And, excuse me, um, that's one thing about it. I, I bring all that up to say this is, you know, even with you saying like how I had a two-parent household, also wasn't raised by my biological dad. My biological dad was similar to the dad that you were raised by when he was around, which he wasn't around a lot. You know, that's another story for another time. But when you see a bad example, I think some people tend to cling to that bad example quicker than they cling to the good example. You know, God, you know, God willing that I, I cling to the better example, you know, so far than the good example. I mean, the I've clinged to the good example closer than I did to the bad example, but it's always easier to take that easy route out, whether you're a man or a woman, you know what I mean? So it's, it's like, <laughs> it's like you can preach and preach and preach so much about taking the right direction, but at the end of the day, it's God essentially telling you you're not worth much without X, Y, Z. And God telling her you're not worth much without X, Y, Z. And, and accepting that. Accepting that. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> it's it's so many variables. It's so many ways that we all look at things and I think that really decides is the deciding factor between all of us is the way we look at things right yeah definitely <laughs> like if I saw shit like you know fuck her I can I can be out here dogging these bras like I can be with another woman each and every night or she saw it the same way you know just in a woman's perspective I can be with another dude another night. I can, you know, I can, I ain't got no ties to him. I don't have no obligations to him. You know what I mean? Like, that's definitely a different point of view for everything. Yeah. Everybody sees a situation differently. Differently. Mm -hmm. It just boils down to how you view things and how you decide to handle things. Because mm-hmm. Lord knows we both could have handled our situation or relationship completely different over the years. We were completely lucky. Let's be real about it. Your mom didn't end up with the person that she had her firstborn with. My mom, nor my stepdad, nor my real dad. I don't even like to say that word stepdad because he's my dad. Nor my dad or my dad that actually I'm bloodline. 
I guess, uh, attached to. None of these people, you know, my people, none of them are with the person that they had their first child with. We can honestly say we're with the person that we had our first child with. Both of our children with. Both of our children with. This is a rarity. This is not normal. We are aliens. (laughs) I mean, it's just a fact. You know, we are different. You know, we are definitely one of a kind. So... Not that there's anything wrong at all nothing with at having all. Absolutely nothing. children with multiple people. We live and we learn. People look at me crazy every day when I say I have my both of my kids have the same father. That's just honesty. People really look at me like I'm lying or I'm crazy or I got two heads when I say my son and my daughter are by the same person. You better off to find a person to say they from millions. You know, their their family has money more so than seeing a person that, you know, has had children with somebody and that's all they've had. And that's all they have now. You see what I'm saying? Like no nowhere do you really see a person that had a person with I mean had a baby with this person. Had another baby with that same person. We should say people our age. Not even that still, because I mean, look, look at, look at our parents, you know what I mean? Look at who we came from. Yeah. And again, just like wifey said, like it's dude, we, it took for the ones, it took for the ones that came before us, such as my parents, her mom to tell us, Hey, don't do what we did, you know, in a, in a nice way. Like, don't go out here and make something else when you can salvage, when you can fix what you already have. So in no way, in no shape and form are we taking a slight at those that came before us. We're just simply stating the facts that what we have going is a rarity. And I know we kind of getting off off of subject, but this is what I feel like my wife is basically saying, like, you know, some of the ups, I would, if 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 you will, was we stuck together. Yeah, definitely. We we definitely stuck together, and if we can be uh, a help to another couple out there, is the simple fact of you you should definitely stick together. Definitely, but and it's 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 so easy to throw in the towel. It's so easy to be like, okay, I'm done when the slightest inconvenience comes your way. It's It's, easy. Especially with all these options, quote unquote, out here. Yeah. When we are in the day of Instagram and Bumble and Tinder and just all TikTok and all these different social media, Mm -hmm. you know, avenues where it's so easy to jump on them those things and be like hey what's up and be at your next hookup or whatever the case may be like i feel like we probably had more of a uh, a chance of making it because we didn't take those routes like yes we have social media but i can say 
every message I got when it came to, hey, what's up? I, I first of all, never downloaded Bumble or Tinder or any of those things. But it's like, it's just ignore those things. Because most of those people that message you are looking for a hookup and not looking for a relationship. Absolutely. So, I mean, especially when you have somebody there that's, you know, you feel like it's your person and you are possibly willing to fight for it to be in a relationship with, take that instead of responding to those messages and those DMs and those tweets or whatever. Like, focus on what you got in front of you instead of, you know, just... Half the people that respond is really just... (laughs) They love attention, you know, especially with the women. I mean, I know it's a lot of women out there that entertain those messages. And it's just to uh, basically um, fulfill their attention span for the day, you know. But a man, if they showing you that kind of attention, trust me, you know, for women, that, for women out there that don't know, it's not to entertain their attention span for that day. Is to entertain their extent or their attention, excuse me, their attention span for the moment. Yeah, for for their midsection. Let's just be real, you know. Unless they, um, you know, you know what I mean. Unless you got one of those rare ones that are really looking for a relationship and really looking to court you or whatever it may be. But you know, I don't want to get too off topic, but man, that was that was really some good stuff. That was really. I like where that conversation went, but my takeaway from that is the ups is pay attention to what's going on. Pay attention to how much attention someone is giving you and that you're giving them. And appreciate what you have in front of you. Excuse me. Yeah, definitely. Of course, everybody may not have something great in front of them, but if you do, Appreciate that. If you have somebody in front of you that's appreciating you and respecting you and valuing who you are as a person, a person, you know, hold on to that. Exactly. And it's like uh, that Martin episode where he talks about he don't want to marry Gina or whatever because it's billions and billions and billions of women out there that would take him that may be finer than Gina or maybe better than Gina, but at the end of the day, it's like, this is what you have in front of you, you know? This is what God brought you now. So what you going to do? Because there's going to be Gina's and Gina's and Gina's and Gina's. Genius. <laughs> there are Gina's and Gina's and Gina's and Gina's and Gina's. And Gina's and Gina. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but y'all get what the fuck I'm saying. It's 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 Joes and Joes and Joes and Joes for y'all women. But when are you going to appreciate what's in front of you? That's the main focus. If you nitpick and nitpick and nitpick yeah. at everything that comes your way, mm-hmm. you never going to be satisfied. Definitely. And that's not to say... You know, to accept the bottom of the barrel that comes your way. You know when something good is in front of you. Exactly. At the end of the day. And don't be so damn gullible when you first meet somebody. At Definitely not. I now, shit. let us say that we were 
18? Very young. We were when we first met? No, not even, because we met in ninth grade. We were 18 when we first got together. Yeah, no. 19? I mean, technically 17, because I wasn't 18 yet. Technically. So we were 17 when we got together. We were even younger when we met. So let's say we are 31 going on 32 as of now. So we have definitely been through some times, some roller coasters, some struggles, some learning curves, all Mm -hmm. of the above. Yeah. But for people that be like, oh, you don't know when you that young. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Because I can say not when I met him, but when we got together, I knew this was going to be the person that I was going to be with. Honestly. And I always used to give myself a hard time, like, you know, um, yeah, I, I got her pregnant early and this and that. But guess what? I also didn't go out here and try to go on a streak of having a whole bunch of other babies and, and making other early babies. Because I know a lot of brothers that didn't did that. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, people think that, oh, you don't know what you want, this, this and that. But, hell, I knew I had made a baby early and I knew that. I probably shouldn't go out here and make other babies early because I'm already scared about this. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I think people will be, you know, from a man's perspective, it's like people think, oh, yeah, he, he had a baby early. Oh, he going to go have another baby and another baby. He going to basically have a one baby per year till he's 25, until he actually realizes what the fuck he done did. You know, being that I've known and seen real responsibility when it comes to children, that ain't the route that I went. And that helped tremendously, to say the least. You know, besides having a good woman, besides having, you know, um, good children that made it easy to just be like, you know what? Hey, I might not want to make this decision again. It's not a mistake. It's never a mistake. When you when you lay up and you have a baby it's a decision. It's not a mistake. You see what I'm saying? It's it's a decision. You know, when you lay up, you have you make a decision. Now, what comes after it is what comes after it. But you always have to keep that in mind. You know, um, we like to refer to these babies sometimes as, oh, it's my slip up baby or it's my, you know what I mean? And I've even made that mistake in, in, in the past, like, you know, oh, this wasn't necessarily planned, but you know, um, we 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 always like to say the things that we've gone through have made us stronger until it doesn't convenience us. So, I'm a firm believer in that. You know, the things that we go through make us stronger, and the things that we do is for a reason. So, and you always have a choice. You always thank you. You, you always, always have, a have a choice. I don't care always. what. Somebody say to you or put in your head, you always have a choice. So those that don't think they have a choice, then if you say that the devil is the reason why, you know, to the Christian believers, if you say that the devil is the reason why you made that mistake, then why don't you go just go ahead and throw in the towel? Why don't you just go ahead and let the devil win? Just go ahead. Just give it to him. Just let You know how they say give it to God? Just give it to the devil. Just give it to him. You already done lost. 
You already been defeated. Just give it all to him. And I would never call my children a mistake. Yeah. yeah. They don't want to hear that, though. Neither one of them were planned, but they also were not a mistake. We were 19 when our firstborn came into the world. No, he was not planned, but he also was not a mistake. By no means necessary was he a mistake. He definitely was a lesson to be learned, but he was not a mistake. He is about to be 12 years old, and he is a blessing. Yeah. Has always been a blessing. Always. We had to grow up a lot faster because he came into the world, but he was never a mistake. Never, ever, ever. Um, <laughs> I, I think that kind of went a direction that I love where it went, but... We spent a lot of time on it. <laughs> so I want to get your thoughts on this, babe. Um, was the first year hard? Let me get your thoughts on this. I'm going to say no, but I feel like it was not hard because we have been together so long prior to getting married. Like a lot of people be like, oh, the first year of marriage is so hard. It's... You know, it's such an adjustment, it's such a this and a that. But we've been living together for I don't know how long before getting married. We've been together for I don't know how long before getting married. We we know we knew each other prior to getting married. I feel like we didn't have the traditional newlywed phase because we have been together for so long. Yes, there was an adjustment. Yes, there was a difference in being married the first year prior to, you know, our relationship before that. But I don't think it was hard by any means. And to to add on to what you're saying, being that we weren't the argumentative type to begin with, even before we got married, even before we separated the first time when we weren't even married, you know, um, <laughs> we were never, we had, like, one argument, like, real serious, like, argument. Heated, yeah. Yeah, just heated one. argument, just one. Before all of this, you know, and that definitely helped as far as, like, we don't really know how to, people, <laughs> ain't it crazy how people think that, like people like when when we'll tell them, okay, we don't argue a lot, we don't argue at all, basically, and they're like, "How the hell do you not argue? You know how the hell do you not people out there really believe that there aren't people out there who believe that how the hell do you argue? You know what I'm saying? How the hell do y'all get into it every day about little bitty bullshit about shit that don't even really matter? How do you fucking do that?" They believe that we don't exist. And that is not to say we are perfect or we have a perfect no. relationship. We annoy each other more than any goddamn thing. Yes. But I think whenever you accept the person that you are with, you accept who they are, how they are, what they do, and how they do things, it makes a difference. Definitely. Like, yes, we, like he said, we annoy each other, but... We know what to expect from each other. 
Yeah. And I'm, I think that that cuts down on what could possibly turn into an argument. Exactly. I know she's not going to kick me when I'm down. I know when, let's say, let's use this for an example. Let's say, I know everybody can relate to this right here. Everybody can relate to this. Let's say I did the dishes three days in a row, and she ain't done them since I done them that three days in a row. And she comes in that fourth day and is just like, let's say she look at the freaking sink and she's just like, mm. and I'm just like, what the fuck? You know, I'm going to, I'm going to say what I feel with my face if I don't say what I feel. Right. So either way, she's going to know how I feel, whether I say it or she look at my face. So my deal is. That's not a deal breaker. That's not something that I'm going to go sit down with my mom and have a, 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 and I went through this with her. You know what I mean? Like little dumb shit like that used to get to me, you know, not specifically this deal, but just little shit that, you know, you feel like, oh, like this is a time for me to go and one up her, you know, like. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Why the fuck she ain't doing this? Why she, you know what I mean? Like we literally, sometimes I feel like in a relationship, we literally sit back waiting for our opportunity to one up the other person Mm -hmm. and to, you know, say, Hey, well, I'm doing all of this shit and this is what I'm getting back. Oh, that's a reason for me to just walk away. And I learned the hard way through, you know, looking looking at myself in the mirror like, you know, well, you you fuck up here and you fuck up there and you fuck up here and she has to clean up some of your shit here and she has to clean up some of your shit here. And, you know, it's just one of them deals like when did we all become these so great people and so perfect people to where it's just like, we can just tell another person, listen, you're not fucking worth the value that I'm worth. So you might as well just go out and look for something better or look for something that you feel like is suitable for you because you're definitely not fucking suitable for me. And And I think that's where knowing who you are with Comes into play. Like, it's very Definitely. important to know the person that you are with. We don't have gender roles in our house. Definitely. And I think that is one of our advantages. Mm-hmm. There is no, oh, you the woman, so you supposed to cook and clean and X, Y, and Z. And you the man, so you supposed to take out the garbage every time and you know, it's it. we don't have that. But it's because we know who we are with. Yeah. I am the first one to admit, yes, I am a woman, but cooking is not my strong point. At all. And I have no, no <laughs> issue with saying that. And a lot of people look at me crazy when I say that. But I know, I know my strong points and I know my weak points. And another thing is, you got to understand, too, shit got to get done regardless. Yep. Whether you fucking good at it or you bad at it, 
The shit got to get done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you got children and shit, it's okay to play that, you know, cute role and shit. Like, oh, well, we're just going to do takeout, you know, six days out of the week and seven day or that seven mm-hmm. day, I'll just try to cook something. Nah, motherfucker, like, you better Until figure you it out quick. to your bank account. Yeah, exactly. You better, you, you better figure out quick that you better figure out how to fucking make a grilled cheese or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that shit ain't going to cut it very long, you know, and we both kind of have that understanding. You know, and we do what we do. You know, we do our routine things. You know, it's certain things that I don't do. It's certain things that she don't do. And we kind of try to meet each other in the middle and... It works out for us. You know, it works out for us. And we're just here to tell y'all that at the end of the day, you can't really give somebody relationship advice. All you can do is tell people, listen, this is what works for us. Exactly. That's all you can do. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because there is no right or wrong way. There isn't. It's whatever uh, way works for you. What we exactly. do is not right, it's not wrong, but it is what works for us. Exactly. And, and that's that's the end of it. And I think that that was the next topic that we were going to go over, but I'm honestly glad that we went that direction because that is the best and the most accurate piece of advice that you can really give somebody when it comes to relationships. Do what is best for you and what's best for the individual that you're dealing with. And don't compare yourself to the next person. Don't. Like you, of course, you're going to have people in front of you. Let's say your parents have been married and happy for 50 years. At the end of the day, whatever they figured out worked for them may not necessarily work for you and your spouse. Exactly. Like, yes, they have been happy and in bliss for 50 years, but that don't mean if you mimic what they do, you're going to be happy and in bliss for the next 50 years. Exactly. Y'all are different people. Mm-hmm. So get to know the person you are with and figure out what works for y'all. Exactly. And if it's one piece of advice that I could give y'all, especially my men out there, don't procrastinate. If you feel the need to do what you need to do, as far as marriage-wise, do it. Don't procrastinate. You know what I mean? Uh, women, if you feel like you need to put that pressure on his ass to make him do what he need to do, do what you need to do. Definitely. Because you'll figure out what you need to do quicker if you do that. You know what I'm saying? And that goes along the topic of of, of the, the tips and tricks that we have to offer for y'all right now. This is a, this is a book we about to explain to y'all. You know, this is a deal that we... Are figuring out on the go. You know what I'm saying? We don't fucking know what the fuck we doing, but we doing what the fuck we doing. You know what I mean? If that makes any kind of sense. You and know you what I mean? figure it out as you go. Exactly. Regardless of how many years together, how many kids you have together, you figuring it out as you go. Notice why you ain't got no books out there telling your ass, oh, year one, this is what you do. Year two, this is what you do. Year three, scale back on this. Year four, up it on this year five. Oh, you in coast mode year six. Oh shit. Mike kind of, you know what I'm saying? Come to a, 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 a conflict. You know, if you, you know, you, you got kids or not or whatever, you know what I mean? Seventh year, you, this ain't no motherfucking outline or, or detailed 
book out there. And if it is, it's a bunch of fucking bullshit. You know, yeah. like, it ain't no outline of this. It ain't no, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. It's marriage, it's hard, it's tough, but it's very, it's the most fucking rewarding thing you'll ever do in life. Because you know what? It will guarantee that you will not go out of here without someone. It is what you make it. It is what you make it. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. We ran into one of my old coaches whose wife passed, you know, a few years ago. And I love this coach to death. I express, you know, uh, the reason why I love this coach so much to to my wife earlier before we started the show. And, you know, that's for another day and another time. But it's one of those deals like he lost his wife. Guess who we saw him with at the bar? Nobody. You know what I mean? And I really haven't seen him with nobody since he's lost his wife. And you know what? I don't want to say it's a great thing. I don't want to say it's a bad thing. But you know what? At least you know deep down in your heart, you know what? That woman had a special place in his heart, in his life. So it's like he's just not going to just go fall for any old dud, any old thing that's just going to fall through. You know, a man got his knees. You, 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 A woman's got, got their needs. But... Marriage is is sacred. <laughs> it's sacred. Thank you. That's a perfect word for it. It's sacred. It's fucking. It's it is man. You don't just put any old thing in 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 the midst of that. You know. You want to go get your little groove on. Go do your thing. That's one thing. But but you only gonna find that that real thing. I'm not going to say once in a lifetime because, I mean, you you come across people that feel like they didn't found that person, that special person once or twice. But anybody that's been married five, six times, there's no way. You're not finding a soulmate six times in your life, your lifetime. That's just not happening. No. Like, if you, you are only really going to We don't find, live long enough for that. No. Like... You are going to be looking for some. If you're looking for somebody of substance, it's completely different. If you're looking for a filler, that's one thing. But if you're looking for somebody of substance, somebody that you are truly compatible with, completely different. Definitely. Definitely. And we're going to wrap this thing up. But before we go, that was that baby you you doing an excellent job i gotta give you a high five high five thank you we want to say before we go stop procrastinating don't procrastinate like i did and last but not least look forward to the future we talk about a lot of things that we want to do we haven't done a lot of those things but guess what we can dream together we can hope together and we love it What, what what would you like to add on to that babe as far as looking forward to what's what's to come. I would just say if you are with somebody and you don't genuinely see a future with that person, let it go. Like I can say I see great things for me and my husband. We have come a long way. And I saw that from the beginning. I knew it would be something great ahead of us. And we are currently living in something great. Mm-hmm. 
but I know there is definitely greater ahead of us. And that's a beautiful yep. thing. And that, I feel like, keeps us together, keeps us strong, and keeps us pushing. And I thank God for that. Because I know not everybody has that. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't see something greater with the person that you are with, it's time to reevaluate some things. Amen. Listen, this has been one of the greatest shows ever recorded. I will take this show to the grave and beyond. Happy anniversary. And a happy anniversary, babe. This has been lovely. It's been a wonderful night. We're going to cap it off with some nice Wagyu steak, a little bit of champagne, a little Bel Air. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Maybe some music, maybe a movie. Kidless. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Enjoy y'all's kid-free time. If Enjoy you your kid-free time. That. Listen, if you're getting anxiety and you're getting fucked up with them kids, find somebody, some, <laughs> find some goddamn body to watch them. Pay. Do whatever the fuck you got to do. Get you some alone fucking time. Yes, that is important. Alone time. And make it happen, Captain. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I, I I need to go cook this food, y'all. Our night is not done. We just wanted to lay this on y'all. Give y'all some perspective. Hope y'all enjoyed. Give y'all some hope. Keyword hope. Hope y'all enjoyed it. We love y'all. Peace and love. Mineral Rice Media. My beautiful wife, Kia, Texas Dub, Kendrick, whatever the fuck you want to call me, Double K, whatever. Hey, you heard it here first. We will be back with some more fire and some more fire. You understand what I'm saying? Y'all be safe out there. Happy Labor Day. Happy anniversary. Good night. And we out. D-Boys made a banger.